Race and genetics. Nothing controversial, nothing to see here, just move along. Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. The other day I was talking about race and population groups and the difference in DNA between, you know, like Africans and then the people who got out of Africa. And I decided to get out my little family tree thing and talk about some more, get a little more specific. So I got this information from, uh, there's a YouTuber called Mesa Man, M-A-S-A-M-A-N. And he does videos on, like, individual population groups. He'll tell you the history of them, like, you know, where the where their DNA started in Africa and in what year it got to, you know, wherever it was going. And I'm going to completely make this up because I don't know the years. But, you know, he might do a video, like, on the people of Iran. And he'd be like, 80,000 years ago, the people from Iran left Africa. And then they moved to India, and then 60,000 years ago, they went to Iran, and they've been living there ever since. Videos like that. But one video he did, he, he put up a graphic that he must have got from a scientific journal, and it, like, it broke down like all the races, oh, sorry, all the races, all the population groups in the world. And I screenshotted it, because it's, it's very hard to find that information. Like, for instance, I'll talk about this more, but white people, they're descended from people from Iran, and those people are descended from people from India. And then those people are descended from the people who left Africa, that got out of Africa. And then that group is descended from people who come from Africa. And I mean, it's interesting, but it's hard, it's hard to find that. It's hard to find a thing that just breaks it down for every population group. But so basically, the thing that I, the thing that I got that one time that I go by, um, it's like a family tree um, graph picture thing. I'll put it on Twitter. And so it has some numbers on it that I don't understand, but it's it's like how, how closely your DNA is to, you know, some other group. How closely this group is to that other group based on some measurement of DNA differences. And so the first uh, split, you know, that goes from the trunk into two things, is uh, Africans and Asians. And it's pretty cool because it, it breaks down the Asian part more. The Asian part is more interesting because if you really break it down by DNA then the world just has, you know, there's probably a hundred different kinds of Africans that are completely different from each other. And so they, they would all be a leaf on the tree. And then every single person outside of Africa would just be one single leaf. So it'd be like 99 different types of Africans. And then the other leaf is, you know, everyone from China to Peru, you know, to Europe, to Aborigines, to everywhere. And that's because there was just this little group. It might have happened twice, but anyway, it was just there's like one little group or two little groups that left Africa, and then those are the ones who populated the entire planet, and so they all have similar DNA. Whereas you know different tribes in Africa have like totally divergent DNA in comparison. And so I'm just this graph. It, it just has it, it breaks Africa down into just seven kinds of people. So I'll just mention those. It's not too long of a list. Yeah, so the Africans, you got you got the Pygmies, you got the West Africans, you got the Bantu, you got the Nilots, you got the Bushmen, and you got the Ethiopians. And so, I mean, obviously, but, you know, racists back in the day who thought that just black people were all one thing, I mean, they didn't know what the hell they were talking about. It just, it makes me think of the Pygmy and the Nilots. The Pygmies are the shortest kind of person on the planet they're the shortest population group on the planet and the nylots are the tallest i think the average nylot or nylotic man is uh 
six foot six. They also have the darkest skin of any kind of person. I know Mason Man is always talking about the Nylots or the Nylotic people because he finds them real interesting. They're the tallest, they're the darkest, and the difference between one of them and a pygmy is probably genetically enormous. And I will say, unfortunately, um, uh, the Nylots, they come from, they're in, they're in South Sudan. You know, what country are they from? They're from South Sudan. And they got their independence, I'm not sure, maybe five years ago, but whatever. Being six foot six will not protect you from an AK-47. Things have not been going well for them lately. On the other hand, I don't even know if the pygmies even exist anymore. I, I should look that up. Oh, and if you're if you're roughly my age, you might know the, the the only famous Nylot person I know of it was Manute Bull. He was an NBA player, basketball player, I think in the '80s. He was like seven foot four and so skinny, so freaking skinny. Like basically tall as hell. That's good for basketball, but you can be overly skinny, and uh, that's kind of how the Nylotic men are. That's their body type. They're pretty good at basketball, but they even though they're tall, they do not dominate. But so, I'm white, and so obviously the part of the family tree that leads down to Europeans and white people, uh, I find it interesting. So let's, uh, let's look at the Asian half. So, you know, half is African, the other half is Asian. Let's look at that half. So DNA-wise, that's broken up into two things, which is basically the North Asians and the South Asians. And the South Asians isn't that big of a group. It's like, uh, it's like Pacific Islanders and Australian Aborigines. And then the, you know, this is all DNA-wise, not my opinion. But so the North Asians, that takes everything from, like, Europe to India to China to Russia and all the way over to South America and North America. That's the North Asians. So let's follow this tree for white people, just for the fun of it. So white people are European, and they are descended from people from Iran. And then the Iranians, they're descended from people from India. And then people from India, they're on the North Asian side of the split between North Asians and South Asians. And so then the Asians are part of the group of the people who uh, left Africa, and then those people are descended from Africans. So let's go the other direction. So some Africans got the hell out of Africa, and they started living in Asia. And some of those people stayed to the north side and lived in India. And some of the people in India, they got out of there and moved to Iran. And some of those people, I guess, went even further north and they populated all of Europe. And then there you go, white people. And this map, you know, this graph or whatever family tree is super interesting. You know, you can go like, you know, where do Filipinos come from? You can, you can look up where anyone came from. It's always very interesting, but I, I just... Whatever. I, I wanted to look on there and find one other thing to mention, I guess, about white people. And that's the Laplanders. They're, they're not part of the same group. You know, I don't, you know I, most of my listeners may not know who the Laplanders are. You've probably seen pictures of them. They're, uh, they're white. They're indigenous. And they're the ones who um, wrangle reindeer. And so the Laplanders, another name for them is the Sami, S-A-M-I, like I say, they're indigenous. Like they were treated, you know, you know like you know the way the, the Europeans went and killed all the Native Americans. Like Europeans kind of did the same thing to them, even though they were white looking, and they're super, super pale, and they got like blonde hair. They're very distinctive looking. 
And I think to a certain extent to this day, they like live in villages and, you know, live off of the reindeer. They didn't, whatever, like the technology has passed them by. But in any case, based on this tree, um, so almost there's all, you know, like North Africa, the Middle East, Europe, all sorts of places, all those people came from India. But apparently a few, instead of a few people, instead of going to India and then moving to Europe, the Laplander people, they went straight to Europe and they've been there the whole time. So I guess I just say by DNA, like the whitest people on the planet are the Laplanders and whatever they're they're backwards they're very backwards like to this day they they live their lives kind of like how the native americans lived their lives 300 years ago and i think i'm not sure what country they're in maybe sweden and i think you know i think in the 60s sweden passed some laws that said you can't be stealing the land of the laplanders you can't be killing you can't be killing them can't be doing all this crap to them Okay, I know when I'm going off the rails, and that is exactly what I'm doing on here. So, just wanted to throw in that extra information. Alright, so I'm back to listening to this Cut the Bull episode. It doesn't matter, but they're saying interesting things. So, one of the geneticists, he brings up a term called mate guarding. Like, you know, your mate is your wife, not your friend. And guarding them is like, don't let anyone else impregnate them. I guess this is Razid Khan who's saying this stuff. But he's saying that in like the Middle East, people are very interested in genetics. And for, for a thousand years or thousands of years, they've been very good at mate guarding. You know, which is to say, whatever kind of person you are, um, all your ancestors made sure that they were that same kind of person as you and they didn't let any... Uh, did anyone get in there and inseminate a woman with a different kind of DNA? They kept it pure. Which makes me think of Jews. I said this before. But I, I, I believe the reason why people hate Jews so frickin' much, or at least, I mean, not today, but, you know, throughout history, people have hated Jews so much. And the reason why is because Jews always kept to themselves. I mean, and I guess to put it bluntly, they kept to themselves DNA-wise. It makes me wonder. Like, I don't know this, but if... If someone raped a Jewish, you know, let's let's go back a thousand years. If someone raped a Jewish girl a thousand years ago, and now you got some other non-Jewish DNA mixed in there, I mean, I wonder what they did. They might have kicked her out or kicked out the kid. I'm not sure. But it's interesting to see that or to hear that people from the Middle East were real particular about keeping their DNA. I I hate to say the word pure. What's a better word than that? Incestuous? Let's say close-knit. That sounds better. But it's interesting to hear that people in the Middle East like to keep their uh, DNA group close-knit. Because I know that Jews did that, and Jews are from the Middle East. So that might be a, that might be a whole Middle East thing there. That's interesting. I'll play a clip of Razi Khan describing it. I, I was going to say, uh, you know, I think we have an American perspective, and that's fine. Um, there are cultures where genealogy matters a lot. So I will tell you for a fact that, for example, Y chromosomal um, whole genome sequencing, uh, which seems silly to Americans, matters a lot to people in the Gulf, because uh, Gulf Arab societies are organized around patrilineages. And it turns out, um, uh, let's just say their mate guarding practices are very effective. Uh, there have been very few instances of the wrong Y chromosomal lineage discovered. Um, so, for example, I mean, and these genealogies, they go back 1,000. So, for example, the Banu Hashim um, are the clan of Muhammad, you know. Um, there's the Ibn, there's like, there's a bunch of them. 
that are out there and they've been pretty well validated and they do whole genome sequencing and they have consultants come in and map the different branches. And, you know, to us, it seems kind of silly, but these Gulf Arab societies, uh, they're kind of like neo-feudal oil technocracies and they're organized around paternal lineage clans. And so they do it for that. Now there are other, and like, if you're a Jew, if you're Jewish, you're Kohanim, you know, your paternal lineage matters, all these, they have all, you know, there are societies where lineage matters a lot. If you're Indian, uh, if you're upper caste Indian, your Gotra lineage matters, which is basically the paternal lineage, um, stuff like that. So, you know, I think pr from an American perspective, like, who cares? Because literally, like, until recently, at least, your lineage didn't matter in the society. But there are societies where it does matter a lot. And, um, you know, I don't know, like, I'm giving the Gulf Arab example, because they do it specifically to figure out how people are related and to confirm that these two branches are actually related from some common dude, because sometimes there's some ambiguity with a dude running around the desert 200 years ago, stuff like that. Twitter handle at anti-woke podcast. And thanks for listening.